Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton. This is episode 45 of Freedom from Fear. The title for today's podcast is Freedom from the Darkness of Night. It amazes me that there are nations bathed in darkness for much of the year. Like many people, I crave the sun's rays at dawn, the warmth of that light and the glimmer of the rays through the trees. But there are many people for whom night and day become an endless stream. I am told one adjusts to this and life goes on even though it is day or it is night. There is nothing evil or wicked about the darkness. It is simply the turning of the heavens. But it is fair to say that darkness has been associated with something negative, even in the Bible. People do fear the night. In that soup of blackness, they fear something lurks there, maybe waiting for them. Perhaps it's not knowing where they are or what might happen in the dark. It is also awful to be in the dark and not know your way. I remember once in the country I was in the dark, I could not see the hand in front of my face. I was in complete darkness. It was an incredible and unforgettable sensation. Poetic imagery in the Psalms and other writings in the Hebrew Bible and New Testament evoke the idea of darkness as a place of dread, distance from God and evil. We have been pondering the message of God's grace, the good news that Paul took to the nations and to his own nation concerning Jesus the Messiah. He was to turn people from darkness to light. He could do that because Jesus had done the same to him. Jesus had moved him from one kingdom to another. While Jesus was alive, before his death and subsequent resurrection, Jesus brought freedom from the darkness of night. He did this in two ways. First, he conquered the night. And second, he put in place the ancient tradition of Isaiah of interceding for others at night. Jesus conquered the night by not fearing it in two ways. First, he often went out into the darkness to pray to his heavenly Father, presumably because he wanted to be alone and it was the time most people slept. Often these prayers would last the whole evening. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, the Gospel writer records, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus sets this example for us to pray by ourselves, alone to God. The church loves communal prayer, and there's nothing wrong with Christians gathering to pray, but true faith is found in a person who prays alone to God when no one is looking. Luke 5.16 records that Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. If Jesus felt the need to pray, and he was the Son of God, and the one in whom God was well pleased, how much more fervently and often ought we to pray? Jesus also conquered the night by welcoming those who sought healing. He called upon the ancient promise of Isaiah, recorded in 58 verse 10. If you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. 
This was certainly the case when people came to him in droves, seeking healing, forgiveness, wholeness and peace. In Luke's Gospel, chapter 4, verses 40 to 41, we read, At sunset the people brought Jesus, brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sicknesses, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people, shouting, You are the Son of God! But he rebuked them, and would not allow them to speak, because they knew he was the Messiah. Wherever we are in life, as Christians, Jesus has conquered the darkness. He is the light of the world, but he is also our light. Yet it is still possible to be troubled by darkness in the world, in others and in ourselves. We often say, as Isaiah, justice is far from us and righteousness does not reach us. We look for light, but all is darkness, for brightness, but we walk in deep shadows. Isaiah 59 verse 9. These deep shadows can have far reach, but we have the assurance of two things. First, we have the Word of God, the Bible, to guide us in the darkness. We are reminded by David, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Psalm 119, verse 105. Second, it is God who is our light. Isaiah again reminds us in chapter 50, verse 10, that the one who walks in the dark, who has no light, trusts in the name of the Lord, and rely on their God. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.